love that She-Hulk gif. Oh, I haven't seen it. What is it? It makes me laugh so much. Oh, what? I sent it to you. Oh, you, oh and you said LOL. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the, the where she's clapping, and it's like creating sound waves of, of death. It just looks Good so stuff. stupid. I love it. Have you um have you seen that yet? I, I haven't and I've heard depending on who I talk to, it's either like kind of fun or it's the worst thing ever made. Because God forbid something like, you know, just be okay. Well, and that's the thing. Um I've heard I've heard mostly negative things and I've seen mostly negative things in like the previews where they're trying to make you want to watch it. And I like She-Hulk. Kind of felt like maybe they weren't doing the version of She-Hulk I like. But it's like, you know, I, I don't care. The MCU's been pretty decent. I'm going to give it a try. And then I saw, like, there was an interview with the writers. And one of the writers said, yeah, we don't know how to do a lawyer thing. We tried to write a courtroom scene. And none of us knew anything but law. So we just decided not to do courtroom scenes. Oh. And it's like. This is part of their push to get you excited about the show next week. Is the writers for your lawyer character don't know how law works. And it's like, I feel like their goals... It's like, it seems really important that everyone understand that this is the Hulk, but also she has a vagina. And not, here's this cool superhero that's different. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I've seen green vaginas elsewhere. I'm just gonna stick to my World of Warcraft Rule Thirty Four. I get it. Orcs I, and their the green gift going around this week is her twerking, and it's like I don't want to watch this. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it looks like it would be fun, but I think you have to go in with the mindset that this is not probably your standard Marvel show. This is like more of a comedy uh, or a, a romance or slice of life or something. I don't. I haven't really watched a lot about it, but it's clearly not like. You know, the Winter Soldier or uh, the other stuff they've done that are fit probably a little more tonally and consistently in line with their movies. Well, I think and, you know, the thing cool is, that... I don't necessarily want it to be like a movie, but I want it to be like when I open a comic book and I like the She-Hulk and she's having her own adventure. And also she's yeah. a good lawyer. And it sounds like she's not going on an adventure. It's more about like her self-pity. I, like I saw a clip where she was talking about how hard it is to be a woman and control her anger while she's, like, talking down to Bruce, who, like, tried to kill himself. And it's like, I don't understand the point. Like, maybe in context, this makes a lot more sense, but the previews they're showing are so bad. I I don't know why they would put their worst foot forward consistently. So it, I, I, I'm still I'm curious enough that I think I'm going to give it a try so I can judge for myself. But Disney's sure. trying really hard to make sure I don't. And I'm, like, largely done with Marvel, if I can help it. So I will not watch it. <laughs> and then every time now, I go and someone drags me to a Marvel thing, I enjoy oh, it. No, and it's like, God damn it. Sorry, I didn't catch that. What? Oh, I said, and then every time someone drags me to a new Marvel thing against my will, I still manage to enjoy it. Like, Shang-Chi was a fun movie. I, I had a lot of fun watching that one. Yeah. And whatever one else I that watched recently. So I think um, last week I mentioned I got these uh, white Russians in a can. Yes. They are... Cutwater is the name of the vodka. It's actually like a vodka distilling company that makes these. And they have a handful of other flavors. And these are really good. They're 14%. And... The last time I had one of these, I was like, okay, I cannot have a full can again because it made me, got me kind of drunk and I got, I was kind of hung over the next day. Granted, I did have a shot of whiskey afterwards. So I'm making that mistake again by having a full can because I popped one before we started. Uh, but God, they're really good. It's like, it's a little creamy for a white Russian. I kind of like it, uh, you know, a the, the, the little more coffee flavoring, a little less of the, the half and half, but it's really good. And granted, they're like $4 a can, which sucks. But at 14%, like, I, I can get decently drunk off of this here can. And I'm probably going to do that over the next hour. So, good luck, listeners. You have to deal with me. Yay. But I, I would recommend that if you guys can find this, anybody listening, to check it out. They are very good. They have uh, mojitos. They have a pina colada, I think. They have, like, a, uh, I think, daiquiris. Like, they have a bunch of different, like, fun cocktails that are kind of a pain in the ass to make in your own home because you got to buy so much stuff. 
But you just buy a can of it, and it's like a good, high-quality can of it, and that's awesome. I'm just drinking a Corona with mango. That's fun. Corona's a, a decent beer. I like Corona. It's decent. God, I have things I want to bitch about. Do we um? Do we have time for me to bitch about things? Yeah, we always do. It's called Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. Yay! I finished another R.A. Salvador book. I've been, you know, going through the old Drizzt, Legend of Drizzt, Duerden, um novels, and, and I, I got done with another three, and I really enjoyed two of the three, and then the, the last one was super mediocre. The writing was kind of bad for most of it, and uh, Drizzt's wife, who is a human, uh, gets hurt in one of the books and, like, can't really be a swordsman anymore, but then she starts learning magic, and like, oh, she's going to be a magic person. That's cool. And then in this book... She does her, like, first spell, but the magic across the country or across the planet breaks, and then she gets put into a coma for the rest of the book. So she gets an upgrade, and then she goes into a coma, and then at the end of the book, she dies. Because uh, she doesn't live through the coma. Spoilers for a book that came out in 2012. Don't care. And that was really frustrating, but whatever. But then it, it, it goes on, and, and things happen, and... It's fine, but it's also kind of mediocre, and then it's fine, and it's mediocre. The ending was good because it was really dark, but also, like, so dark it totally just can, just doesn't fit with any of the other, like, 18 novels that come before it. And it made me think, like, okay, the next four books are where I stopped, which I think the, the, the last one came out in 2014, and it's, like, a really good definitive ending, kinda. But then I know the next year another book came out because... Dungeons and Dragons went from like 4th edition to 5th edition and everything got to be reset. And so all the characters that have been around forever that have died and heroically in some cases they get brought back to life. And, and Salvador got to kind of start all over. I don't like that. I, 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 I just, I think that bothers me when like characters who have died sometimes more than once uh, keep coming back. It just totally cheapens it. But I was curious the other day and I was like, how many more books have come out since I stopped? Because it's definitely been a while. And the answer is fucking 12. There's 12 more novels after the one I have, which was like number 24. And I'm looking at the plot summaries of some of them. And there's so, there's so like, he's done all this shit before. There's like no new fucking ideas. It's so frustrating to be like, oh, and then the, the Dark Elves politics comes back. And they're really upset still because of something that happened in book four, which is at this point, like literally over a hundred years ago. And that's that. That's still going on. Drizzt's dad is back to life again for a bit. He'll probably die again. He's got really bad luck with that. Uh, one of the dwarves who's really cool uh, that we thought was dead. Actually, he, he turned into a vampire and they got to take away the vampire curse. And they got to deal with him as a vampire. And it's like, that's stupid. That sounds like fucking fan fiction for your own shit, which is already Dungeons and Dragons fan fiction. And I'm, I'm angry and I had to get this off my chest. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with being disappointed in that. I'm glad I stopped where I did because I feel like while some of it's not well executed, the characters at least get an ending that feels, well, somewhat justifiable. Drizzt's wife, not so much. But the other characters who eventually get kicked off over the next couple, like, they die doing cool things or in battle or trying to help people. Like, it makes sense for their character and what they're doing. And it, it, it feels earned. And then, and then just rip all that away because now it's the fifth edition. That sucks. And then them just doing the same shit they were doing in book like seven or whatever. And it's like no time has passed and there's no character arcs and nothing's been learned. And Drizzt, he, he, the, the books are sectioned off and, and he starts each, each section with like a little diary entry, which is fine. But, like, there is one in this book where he's describing, like, his definition of a hero. And it is the most, like, 14-year-old definition of a hero that you could come up with. It's so, so disappointing. Because this is supposed to be, like, an insight into him as a character. And you're just like, no, you're, you're literally just... You, you are the 14-year-old's favorite dark elf kind of thing. Which, goddammit, that's kind of why I started reading them. But it's really disappointing to, like, come back and just, like, have it really proven to you. If that makes sense. No, it does. I <clears throat> I think I think it's weird how you, when you look at a professional level, you should have a strong handle on how to do the craft. 
Mm-hmm. So it's always weird when you see like a, a successful series that doesn't know how to end characters. It doesn't know how to end its story. It doesn't understand what makes the story good in the first place. It's like, okay, did they just luck out and it landed here? The other thing, though, I don't know how much of this is Salvador's fault and how much of it is Wizard of the Coast. Because he is ultimately writing their property and they want him to keep producing books because it they sell well and they get people interested in Dungeons and Dragons. Like, it, it is... It is an advertisement for D&D in a, in a way. We've talked about that with the Warhammer books, right? Where, like, you've you've read some of those and, like, the quality's hit or miss. But ultimately, it's, like, it gets you into Warhammer in a slightly different way and it makes you enjoy the property more. And that's why they exist more than anything. Um, I'm just disappointed to really realize that as I've gone through these. Because there's some cool shit in here. There's some fun stuff. And then there's just not fun stuff. And I, and I read them and I think about how I would do things differently because I give more of a shit about character development than I do about selling little plastic models. Uh, but I don't have the luxury, right? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not in the position of this author. I don't know what the back-end politics are like. So I don't want to, like, throw them under the bus too much because I think there's stuff that's just out of his control. At the same time, I'm not eager to read his original stuff because I do think his prose is super mediocre. I don't know if that's a style guide thing or or if he's just kind of a mediocre writer. Uh, I don't care enough to find out, I guess. But the dude abuses the shit out of adverbials. Like, it is frustrating. It's like, my guy, you could make your sentences so much better and shorter and punchier. And I, I have to think that all the Wizards of the Coast books are probably written this way so they can seem like a cohesive world... And it doesn't matter who you're reading or where you start, like you, you're you're on the same level as everybody else. It's probably a a business decision rather than an artistic one, but still drives me nuts. So it's not quite as bad, but with the Warcraft expansion coming up, they said that there's going to be like a time skip between the current expansion and Dragonflight. Okay. And people are like, "Well, what does that mean? Like, how much time?" Yeah, and they question. said, well, about two years. Oh, that's not and very long. And it's like, well, I don't know what, what does that mean? It, well, and it's like, and in the context of Warcraft, like, they don't, um, they, they're never very cohesive with their years anyways. No one knows what year it is in game. Like, it doesn't come up. Right. Uh, time isn't a factor. And what's funny is that they said, yeah, there's going to be a time skip. And it, it there was some, like, data-minded dialogue that implied it was longer so they came out and clarified no 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 it's just like two or three years okay fine but what does that mean and it's like well uh these elves got married and there's going to be a short story on the website about how their their cute marriage was cute it's like okay does that mean that like the tree that burned down are they going to replace it is there going to be a new tree by the time the expansion comes out no 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 that's so important that we wouldn't time skip over that Okay, I, is the is the destroyed city going to be rebuilt? Is it, oh no no that's so important that would be in game, and so now, like there was a week of people speculating what this time skip could be, and then the guy in charge of the writing came out and said oh don't worry there's a time skip but it means nothing, and it's like well why is it there? Like, right, there's still no context to explain like what 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 are you doing? Two years is such a small amount of time that you shouldn't even mention it like it, it's it's a meaningless amount of time in the context of a fantasy world where elves live for you know like a thousand years and dwarves live for like 800 years it doesn't matter so when you say time skip i'm thinking like at least 10 years but probably 50 and so they're like oh no two it's right? like oh that's stupid like a, a, a uh, generation like like yeah. characters would like you know children would be adults and the main characters now that's what a time skip normally is. Mm-hmm. Writing is hard. I get it. I hate it sometimes. Sometimes I really like it. Um, uh, on the topic of D and D, did you see the trailer for the movie? I want to say yes, but I I don't know. D and D movie. I want your trailer. opinion on it. Go, watch watch this. I'll I'll link it to you. You just you sent me a She-Hulk thing. Or is this something Yeah, that's else? funny too, but I'm finding the trailer. That okay, I'm going to watch the She-Hulk thing first. Yes, I understand that it is sensitive media. I will view it anyways, Twitter. 
Oh, she's clapping her ass cheeks together. Honestly, it's kind of a cute cartoon design for, like, you know, removing the, uh... <laughs> Everything else about it. Well, just this would be really fun I, I to just put love in the, music uh, video. The, the sonic waves bouncing off. It's just it's funny. Yeah, it's great. I should send that to Emily real quick. She would enjoy this. She's deranged and and brain worms. All the brain worms. Okay, deed is done. I will watch the Dungeons and Dragons Among Thieves movie trailer. Well, so far, it, it's got dragons in it. That's cool. The dragon is spitting, like, stone or something. That's kind of neat. I don't, I don't see that very often. No, no, black dragons spit poison. That's in the book. Oh. Why do I recognize this main actor? Who is he? He's Kirk, and he's Wonder Woman's boyfriend. Okay. Oh, they're alcoholics. I like that. I relate. Admittedly, I'm kind of digging this. It looks like it could be fun. It looks like kind of like Marvel quippy action bullshit, but with like really cool fantasy visual effects. And I'm here for that because like I want to see really cool uh, magic fights and sword fights like on a big screen with a huge budget so i don't know I, I think i could like this i think people are probably really bad as they watch this but this this appeals to to me i don't think it looks bad i think and this is going to be a very uh contrarian asshole opinion to have i don't like how all of the monsters are so painfully on model where it just feels like a deliberate fan service advertisement. Like, this is just a commercial for books. Oh, sure. Like, it's it's so spot on. It's like, it's too accurate. And I don't know how you fix that. Because what else are they supposed to do besides be accurate? Like, I, I think if they change the design too much, people would complain it's not accurate enough. So y you can't win with me. I admit that. I really like the top comment on this trailer. And it's... We didn't mean to unleash the greatest evil the world has ever known, in quotes, because one of the characters says that, and he says, glad to see the people behind the development of this film drew their inspiration from actual D&D &D parties. And honestly, it feels, that feels accurate watching this, like the, the, the tone of this really sort of reminds me of our D&D &D party. It's a little more highbrow than what we were doing, but I don't know if I, if I see Dungeons and Dragons, I don't want a really serious fantasy story. I will... I will read Lord of the Rings or something, right? Like, I will go somewhere else for that. I want something kind of stupid and spontaneous because that's the beauty of Dungeons and Dragons. So, this to me looks like a good Dungeons and Dragons movie. And I'm kind of excited for it now. I, I hadn't seen this before. Well, I'm glad that you found it uh, relatively enjoying because it's a fun... It, it, it should be fun. I feel like you're having the appropriate response and my bitterness, like... I need to dilute it, so I've been looking for people that are capable of smiling to explain to me why I should try smiling. I want you to smile more. So I, I sent that I sent that a gif of She-Hulk clapping her ass to Emily, and she goes, Christ, and I go, no, that's She-Hulk. And that made me laugh, too. <laughs> I, I really like this vodka in a can. Everybody should get on board with this. It makes things funny. I hate I hate multitasking. I so I got a I got a rule. It's very important. Uh, like when you're doing a, a podcast, it's important to show respect to whoever else is on the show by dedicating your focus to that person. Uh oh. But I really hate that I get home from work and then I have other like side hustle things where oh a couple of these things are time sensitive because people are on the East Coast and they want to answer before bed. So it's like, <laughs> you know, Discord lights up and it's like, okay, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Here's the answer. Okay, bye. I so I am okay. sorry. I'm not I, no, it's fine. I Sometimes think, I... I think you have my attention now. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not always super attentive when I'm on this show either. Um, so, you know, it's two-way street. I, it, we're friends. We've been friends for a really long time. I'm trying to think if I have anything other well, you and me. specific things to bitch about or talk about, but I... I, oh, I was able you know, to I'd throat sing. I, 
Oh, what was that? I'm sorry, you're breaking up a bit. Oh, am I? I'm so, uh, so I, I was. No, I think I was it's a Discord to, thing. Yeah, I was able to successfully uh, Mongolian throat sing today for like a, a while, and I I took Good. a break for ten minutes, and then I can't do it anymore. I can't find it again, and it's driving me fucking nuts. Because it sounded really good, and I held it for, like, almost 20 seconds, which is nuts for me. And uh, I've been trying all kind of, a lot of new stuff vocally uh, since my last lesson, which was disappointing, but it, it, I learned some stuff. And it turns out it's been, uh, I think, on the whole positive. But I, I was really hoping to be able to bust that out for everybody, and I can't. I just, I, I cannot make it work again. It, the feeling of it is so specific and weird that I know if I'm doing it right because of, it's like you can feel your, like, your mouth going ear, ooh, but then you can also feel the tissues right above it kind of gently flapping together. And it, it's so weird to, to feel them um, that profoundly because when I do like a regular scream, like I don't, I don't feel them moving together. And I think it's probably because uh, the the distortion is so the the grit is so fast moving, like you don't actually feel them just like brushing. Um, but it's weird as shit, and and it's kind of cool. And I'm I'm sad, but I'm hoping uh, I'll figure it out again. But also, it's like the least important thing I should be focusing on because there's other stuff I want to learn that's more important because I will actually put it in my music. But yeah, that's that's where vocal practice has been over the last week. That's good, though. You're always learning stuff and then sharing it with me, and so I get free lessons for free. A little bit. I wish, uh, I wish I was a better teacher, but also, uh, I don't know if I want the, uh, the, 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 what's the word I'm thinking of when you're like, oh, that's a lot of, uh, responsibility. Boom, found it. Don't want that. That's why I own a cat. There's nothing wrong with owning a cat, but we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I've talked too much. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, how about we change the subject a bit? Okay. Um. Did you see that picture I drew? I, I did some digital painting. Was, uh, was it... Which one was it? You've sent me a lot of pictures over the last couple of days. Um, I drew my character from World of Warcraft. Oh, no, I haven't seen this one. So, for the audio listeners, it's real shitty, but it was fun. Yeah. Um, I, I'm basically, like, I kind of got halfway done with it, and I said, I can't do this anymore because I've spent three hours on this, and it's not working. So I, I said it's done, and I saved it. You know what though? That's uh, and a totally valid thing to do. It, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. But I'm just I'm looking at it. It's really not that good. It took me three hours. And if only there was a better way. Oh man, do I have this uh, this thing for you? And it's called artificial intelligence. Okay. And it, you put in your you put in your thing. You'd be like, I want I want my my cool sexy panda with a stick. From World of Warcraft in Da Vinci style, and then you click generate, and it gives you one. You're selling me on it. And then you enter it into an art competition in the state of Colorado, and it wins. And then people get really <laughs> mad. <laughs> so yeah, do you, do you want to go to the details on that uh, that news story? So I don't know a lot of details on this, and I think part of the reason people are mad is because no one maybe knows all the details, but... Some guy created a very cool picture using uh, Midjourney and submitted it to a state art fair and won first place. Um, he he made the picture, then he used AI to upscale it, and then he had it uh, printed on a canvas and was like, "This is mine," and he won his first place ribbon. And it, it, it's it's created discourse, and normally we don't have discourse on this channel; we have opinions. But I kind of want. I thought this was really interesting, and the the discussion around it to me, there's there's a lot of elements and lots of things that are kind of maybe going to be fun to talk about. Uh, we don't have to treat any of them seriously, but like even the first item on it is like, is this even art? Is what is is this art or is it uh, you know derivative? Is it um, something we shouldn't respect? And he's 
his response was like, I spent lots of time trying to craft the perfect thing to put in this. I created hundreds of images after many weeks of fine tuning and curating. And it's like, okay, at, at a certain point, you did just type in like a bunch of buzzwords into a program and it spat out a picture. But I also understand that you probably had to really figure out what those buzzwords are going to be. I don't think, I don't know if it makes him an artist, but I also do think what he created is probably art. Uh, but that, that's like kind of the first question that people have, uh, have started debating on here. Obviously, then there's the ethics of it and how much is this going to throat fuck the art community and people that do concept art for a living and, you know, jobs and whatnot. And I, I, there's a lot of places we can go here, but I, I'm kind of curious, just like surface level opinion, like your gut reaction. Like, what is your opinion on this? That's pretty cool. I think it's kind of cool, too. So um, there is a lot of discourse about this, and it's annoying that I think a lot of the people that are the most vocal about this are also people that, um, like, not to be mean, but they're, like, not qualified to give their opinions. No, that's, that seems fair. And I don't mean that, yeah, I don't, I don't mean that they're stupid or something, but it's like, I think a lot of the people are talking in the form of, like, weird hypotheticals. Where it's like everybody has this uh, imagined version that they want to share when they have a story. And it's always like, but what about this one specific thing? And then like, and then how is he going to feed his children? And it's like, what children? What are you talking about? If we have this discussion, literally every single time there's a technological advancement, we still wouldn't have bicycles. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that was kind of my first thought, too. Well... Uh, that was it was in the somewhere in there is that every time a new piece of technology opens up there's a huge crowd of people going oh woe is the people in this industry and that's the thing the the people i see bitching the most about this are not artists they're just regular dudes who go to work and they're like all oh, the concept artists they're they're really fucked and like some of the concept artists are like nah it's going to be cool like if we figure out how to use this in my workflow going to improve my workflow that's neat right like there's it's a tool it's a it's tool a tool. To use. Will it? Could it be abused? Yes. Will it probably be abused? I would imagine because that's how that shit works. But I don't think that's the tool's fault. And I think artists that know what they're doing are going to find great ways to use this because they can just even as jumping off points or, uh, you know, like, hey, this is cool, but I want to draw it in my way now. Like a couple days ago, I sent... Uh, that picture of that AI-generated cat wearing armor. Uh, it's, like, really kind of photorealistic. It looks really cool. And I cannot find it for the life of me. Here it is. Uh, but it's, it's like, this black cat with gold eyes, and he's wearing, like, this really elaborate, ornate kind of, like, battle armor. He's got a helmet on and a, you know, chest plate. And it's it's a really striking picture. I don't know, quite know what prompts would have gone into this, but, like, okay, you generate this, but your boss goes, yeah, but I don't like that armor. I like the concept, but like the, the 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 shape of it's wrong. I want something a little more like old school medieval instead of ornate medieval. Um, could you go back into the thing and try to generate the new one? Sure. But if you're an artist and your job is to draw, then you just draw the picture the way your boss wants it. And you, you save a lot of back and forth with the AI thing. But you get the, the initial thing is cool and you can use that to inspire like the proper thing is my take on like how I would use this if I were an artist instead of uh, being upset. Before we get too much further into this, I want to talk about a real use case of this. Uh, okay. Do you remember that San Andreas HD release that came out? Uh, yes. Because the problem with that was they used AI upscaling for a lot of the assets. Like oh. pretty much yeah, almost did. all of the, <laughs> the all the textures were AI upscaled, and that's why all the signs had like weird typos in them. Yeah, people were upset by that, if I remember correctly. Well, because it wasn't good. Like it, <laughs> it was not a quality end result, and m mostly because the tool wasn't used correctly. Like they they were using it beyond its uses, and they also didn't have an actual artist go through and like touch up lettering like it, honestly if you had somebody whose job it was to just text you know look for any texture that has letters on it 
like, you know, signs. Just double check the signs look good. And open damn Microsoft Paint and fix it, you know? Yeah. I know that from my perspective of, like, what I do for a living, because there's some artistic shit with what I do. I, I write scripts and film videos. Like, if I had an AI generator thing to help me with that, I'd be like, oh, cool, this will make my job easier. Uh, obviously, you know, there's not quite a one-to-one thing here, but that that that's kind of generally my take on this. I think the technology is really cool. I love seeing what people have come up with and the fact that it keeps getting better and better and making, like, more cohesive things is really neat. Like, it's just a, a testament to, like, what we've been able to to accomplish and create uh, as, like, humans. Not us, like, collective we, because I, I, I don't know how to do this. I know how to pick my nose. That's about it. Um, I I know part of the problem that people keep talking about, though, is that these programs pull from huge databases of reference images, and it's possible that the reference images are not there uh, because they're supposed to be there. It's just, like, scouring DeviantArt and shit like that. And, you know, if it's pulling assets from other images and, and creating, like, literal derivative work, you know, there's some probably copyright implications there if you can prove it um one of the things someone pointed out is a lot of these pictures that that get ai generated like they'll have like fake signatures off to the side and there's no reason for that (laughs) because they're not telling it to and so we're like oh is this pulling from a painting that looks similar to this that actually has a signature and it's trying to replicate that that to me I think is a point of contention um depending on how these work i don't know enough to to know how they work And, and so I can't speak super authoritatively here, but if someone's yeah, like, I can kind of see the assets. A lot on, uh, yeah, it depends a lot on the algorithm being used. The AI might be referencing stuff and it's like, it's keeping the signature in the reference image, or it might recognize, oh, paintings are supposed to have signatures. Signatures right. are squigglies and it puts a squiggly in the corner. Um, I, yeah, I love some of that weird behavior you get sometimes. Uh, what was that one that was funny? There, there was like, there was a really good one where someone put in a prompt and it was like the, the words kind of got taken out of order. Like the intent of the sentence was lost and the AI tried really hard to make it work. And it was kind of like the result was so funny looking because it was like painfully literal where it's like, I can't even be mad at it. That's what I told it to do. Yeah. Um, And we get these hilarious, weird trippy pictures that we wouldn't have otherwise i think it's funny when people talk about uh the question of whether or not it is or isn't art when you look at like a current art museum and you can duct tape a banana peel to the wall right i i want to know it's not not that that gives a pass to everything but when artist types say, well, the computer cannot make real art, and then you ask them to actually judge, hey, was this painted by a person or not? And they don't know. It's like, okay, it sounds like you're mad on principle and you don't actually have an argument. And this argument isn't there, new, right? There like, is an argument to be made, but... When um, computers were becoming more and more commonplace in music production or, like, like electronic or, and rap music that's using a lot of samples... The, the idea of like, hey, that's not art, that's because no one's playing an instrument, right? Or or that's not art because you're using uh, randomly generated drum loops in this. You didn't program, create your own drums, you just let the, the program create it. And so the idea of like, oh, that's not art because a computer made it, this image, I, I don't think it really holds up because it's one of those things as technology evolves and regardless of the medium... There's always someone that comes around and is like, I don't like this because it's new and different and it's not what I'm used to. I imagine some of like animation stuff has had that before too. You know, what what constitutes the right way to animate something is the technology improves. All of a sudden things get easier. Computers do more of the lifting for you. And ideally that's better for everybody. But because it's a paradigm shift, people get mad. Now, I'm curious, um, have you played around with Midjourney yet? Uh, not really. I don't have, like, an account. Um, I think you sent me an invite it's to the Discord. It's a Discord account. Right, but... That's, I, that's where it is. 
Okay, well, I'll click join. Oh, oh shit, there's a lot of stuff here. I don't know if I want to read this while I'm on the, uh, on the podcast. That just seems rude. Um, do you see a newcomer room? Call support, newbies, newcomer rooms, newbies 39, newbies yeah. 69. I'll click just on 39. doesn't matter, pick one of those. Okay. Yeah. And so you want to type slash imagine and space, and then you can type in what you want it to do there. Oh, interesting. Um, I, what what might may or may not get me kicked out of this this place? Um, everything should be PG thirteen and respectful. So, okay, like, so I wouldn't do nine eleven. I was gonna say I was gonna do Taylor Swift did nine eleven. Um. I will not yeah. do that. Uh, okay. I'm going to do something with screen printing because I work at a screen printing company. I'm kind of curious what databases this has of actual screen printing. So uh, do I have to put commas between all my stuff or can I just type in whatever I want? Um, type in whatever, but you can also scroll up and you'll see what other people are putting in. Um, Shit. I, I'm trying to think of something actually clever now. Screen printing blood old gods because I like horror. Um, silver ink because we use that at work a lot. Squeegee uh, because that's used in screen printing. Um, I wonder if I should keep going. I don't like the dead air. I'm so sorry. I hate that. I also want to just tag this with the word penis, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um what, what what's uh oh concept art let's do fantasy concept art see what happens oh band word blood is a band word apparently wow okay so i will try this again jesus scrolling really fast we'll say gold no wait oh, i already have silver in there um eyes Eyes, old god, silver ink, squeegee. Yeah, here we go. Let's try this. Oh, I don't think it worked. Just says imagine space, right? You, did you, you do slash like, imagine? Yeah. Like backslash or forward slash? Um, Whichever one's under the question mark. And the like the, the prompt window should have come up in your chat box there. Oh, I wonder if it's because I... um. Not the prompt window's not coming up. Delete. Well, this is great. Slash imagine. There it is. Prompt. Boom. Is it working? Mm-hmm. Okay. So while that's running, uh, they also have a showcase area for a bunch of categories. And um, what was... The, okay, this one in particular, like there's a, there's characters and there's environments, and it's like, oh wow, you could use this for your D and D campaign. But the one that got me was, um, there's a category for patterns and textures, and it's like this would save me so much time if I'm trying to do something like, just like if you're doing 3D modeling or whatever, and it's just like I need wood paneling, or you know, like there's pretty tiles in here. There's all kinds of stuff. Um, roof tiles. This guy did... Oh, cute Halloween wallpaper. That's adorable. There's some Indian stuff. There's some more Chinese style. Uh, so many things. There's like a... It, it, it's this kind of thing that gets me excited to work on a project. Because it's like... It, it's like... Uh, well, I love animation, right? Animation takes so much time. And then digital tools speed that up so much. And... Not that tweening looks good, but there's other tools where you can still do traditional animation and it looks right, but also it took you so less time to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's that's the kind of stuff that gets me excited. Oh, that's really pretty. Yeah, so um but what it set out me. was interesting. It gave me two for whatever reason. I don't I don't understand how the server works because I didn't read the rules. But they're, they're well, black and white. probably did your first one. Huh? Oh, maybe. You probably did the first one that you thought didn't work. 
But there are uh, so so one of the things I was kind of hoping to get with screen printing is like the, the physical aspect of someone actually printing the image, whereas this is like a finished image and it's largely black and white. But the the pictures themselves are really cool. Um, they're very cr- kind of creepy, concept arty for sure. Um, like one of these looks like it could like appear in the comic monstrous. Like it, it has that kind of art style to it. I'm, I'm I'm really impressed with what I came up with. Like, it's not quite what I wanted is the thing, but it's kind of neat. Yeah, it looks pretty neat. Uh, and I started this conversation talking about a painting I did of a panda warrior. Mm-hmm. And so I typed in panda warrior. And a couple of these images I thought were pretty neat. A couple are and a couple are not. So, like, it's, it's very hit and miss. I, yeah. <laughs> I love the building. There's like a cool temple hidden in mists between these mountains on that top right one. And it's like, oh, I kind of want to refine that one out. Uh, But I I went ahead and I went with the bottom right one. And I brought out the fidelity there. And even though the character in the middle isn't quite what I was looking for, I love how he has a staff there. And the mountains look so cool. Like just fading off into the mist. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the mood that I actually wanted, even though the uh, the composition isn't what I was looking for. And I did another one where I specifically called out Warcraft Pandaren to get it, like, more spot on. And it came back with these, like, colorful big shoulder pad characters. <laughs> nice. That definitely looks like, like Warcraft cartoony art. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, again, it's not exactly what I was looking for, but it took, what, four minutes to get this versus my three hours to do something that I don't like. And it's just, it's a very interesting technology. It really is. I am curious. Well, yeah. Just the... The, the idea, though, too, is that, like, it, it's not, per- it's clearly not perfect, Whereas if you have an actual vision and you want to create a thing, you're going to go do that, right? Like this, this really feels like um, rolling a bunch of dice and you might get something cool and you might get something that just doesn't work at all or, or fails on some level of just artistic kind of merit as far as the composition and the layout. So it, it's, um, I don't know, I, I, I like it. But I'm not like scared of it, right? I, I don't I don't think it's gonna have any major negative effects other than it might make people like me who don't have a whole lot of uh, visual artistic abilities capable of, you know, doing cool album covers. And something else that I think about is the art no one wants to do. And like I follow video games a lot. And after this latest Mortal Kombat game they're like reassessing how they make Mortal Kombat games because, you know, the uh, <laughs> the subject matter was getting kind of hard to get like so viscerally realistic with the the weight and give of an exposed stomach, you know. Oh yeah, it, it was driving some of the artists crazy. Uh, similarly, I think about like Red Dead Redemption Two. There is so much detail in that, and it's like, did anybody take that much pride in getting the horse anuses that accurate? Like, what if you could type in the computer, you know, 8K horse anus texture and go, you know what? That's good enough. I kind of like the idea of, of typing an 8K horse anus, but the, it will yell at me and be like, no, that is, that is a word you can't do. I know. I want to push the limits, too. <laughs> um, so but it's like, yeah, I think that this stuff is a good tool that could potentially be misused like other tools or could potentially improve workflow a lot like other tools. So I typed in, I I was thinking the, uh, the, the cover art for my short story collection is a picture of a, a cat made out of like stars, like a galaxy. That's a cat with uh, playing with the earth, like a ball of yarn. So I said, Oh, I'm going to try that. Cat, galaxy, stars, nebula, playing with Earth like a ball of yarn, and then the word purple. His eyes curious, hey, what is this going to look like? And the answer is neat, but definitely nothing I would have used 
as a book cover. None of these work. I like the I like the color scheme. The bottom uh, right one is ish, but it's not there. It, it's swirly. It's clearly like confused. Like this isn't the. This was a bad way to type this in, and it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, any of these pictures? I'm gonna see they're, if I have any cool prompts. Pictures. Left. Where does it tell you how many you have? There's a there's a word to check, and I don't remember it, so I'm just doing it until I get an error. Oh, okay. Because then you have to like buy tokens, right? Okay, mine's working. So um, this one, I don't think it's tokens. I think it's a monthly subscription. Oh, okay. And it's like ten dollars a month, which honestly, like if I sit down and I want to actually do like a a really cool VR chat world, I might sub for a month and just get really neat textures out of it. Uh, yeah, the ones you got, I think are actually pretty cool. But again, it's not quite what you're looking for. It's not, it's not a book cover. They're cool. I don't know what I would do with them. I think they're, I mean, I could upscale one of them and be like, Hey, that looks neat, but they're not useful. They're not what I wanted. Whereas, yeah, it took me a long time to Photoshop that image I ended up doing. But it was what I wanted. Will this get better? And you know, could I I fine tune the the prompts? Yes, but so the I other did. Thing is cat like, made of stars playing with the earth. We could try that. And I, don't I know got if you just vastly that different results. Oh, you did. Oh, these are cool. They're once again like totally not what I'm looking for. These are, this is super whimsical though. The, they the look top. like bookmarks that you'd get do. at the store while getting your book at the store. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's a really cool tool. At the same time, like some of the stuff I've seen come out of these AI generated things are clearly like really, really good. Like it's capable of doing a lot better than what we've just spat at it. But you got to know how to use it, right? Like that's the thing, like. I can do a lot with Photoshop because I know how to use it, but I also know there's like a lot I don't know how to do with Photoshop because I'm not an expert user. And and the tools in your toolkit really depend on you, the person using them. Uh, it is sort of like where I fall. I, I think all of this is art. I, I'm I'm in getting an emotional reaction looking at these pictures that we generated. I think they're cool. I'm having fun. Um, some of them are creepy, some of them are funny, some of them make me smile. I don't like the idea that art has to be something that, like, the definition shouldn't be put in a box. My first thought when I said that saw that guy that won the Colorado State Fair thing is it reminded me of a poem. I don't remember where I saw this or who did it, but it's it was a lowercase, the letter I, dotted with someone's fingerprint. And that was it. And I was like... That's pretentious wank. Anybody can fucking do that. But that dude is the first person to do it. And if you want to, or she, if they won something, fucking more power to them. Because cleverness, cleverness is a stat, right? Like, if this competition didn't say, hey, you can't enter AI-generated artwork or we're not going to look for it. And he went, fuck yeah, I'm going to make some AI-generated artwork and print it on a canvas. And he won. Honestly, more power to him. He cheated the system and he won. That's cool. And if they change the rules going forward, he's still got, you know, that's still good for him, right? Like, I think that's neat. Uh, so, I don't know. That the, that was maybe incoherent what I just said. But that was, those are my opinions. And I think they're completely legitimate. Now, I sent you this fun Twitter account. It's called Weird Doll E Mini Generations. And it's just, it's a collection of some of the, like, absolute strangest results coming out of AI. These Lego sets are cool. Yeah, you, the, the, the Mar-a-Lago FBI raid Lego set. It just, it looks accurate. Like, that could be a real Lego set. <laughs> the, the Saddam Hussein playing with Bionicle is really great. I sent that to Jean-Luc. Um, here's Anakin Skywalker uh, using a vacuum to remove sand at the beach. Oh, that's great. I know this is a very like visual thing, so I don't want to like hang on it too much. But it's like if you if you stand back, if you're, you scroll out of the corner of your eye, 
you just kind of you accept the pictures like uh this one in particular was colin mcgregor uh fighting battle bots and it's like it's super bloody and i think he's missing an arm in one of these but also it looks like he's winning because he's <laughs> you know he's conor mcgregor um i can't send that one to you because it's too violent and your discord settings betray Wait, really? you as a bitch yeah. Um, send it to me through Facebook, I guess. Oh, here what we go. What if I sent you the tweet? Oh yeah, no, I got it. Okay. Ringside Battlebots versus Conor McGregor. Uh, admittedly, this is pretty gnarly. There's a shitload of blood in all of these. It's very meaty. It's cool though. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because I have this mental image of him like actually doing that. Like I can see it in motion in my head. All right, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do another one real quick. Imagine Star Wars cat, um, Jedi. Which should I do? Jedi who is a cat or cat who is a Jedi? Cat who is a Jedi. Who is a Jedi? Babe, with purple lightsaber, fighting Darth Maul who is a dog. So we're having a lot of fun with this as a toy. But I do agree. I think there's a potential for this to be used interestingly. I am curious. Um, is there like an AI music generator? I know there is AI generated music. Actually, there's a really cool um, AI generated death metal. Uh, I don't know if it's a band or, or if it's just kind of like some dude doing a project. Oh, it's. um. Let's see where which one of these is it? Well, here's 10 hours of procedurally generated progressive metal. But progressive metal generally sucks, so we're not going to click on that one. Here so we go, this neural what network I want, thing. I, I want a tool where you can get, like, uh, copyright-free... Um, like, I want background music that sounds like contemporary jazz, but I won't get shut down online. Because I want it to play in the background of a video for a comedy scene. And I'm not, like, necessarily trying to push art or sell a jazz album but it's like okay i don't want youtube algorithm getting mad at me so give me something that the algorithm won't catch but it sounds jazz enough to work you know what i mean also those pictures turned out great none of them are fighting Darth that first Maul, one the first one's really good yeah. and the second one is really good too and then the, the you, bottom you, the uh, bottom two are really cute pick that first one uh, go ahead and develop that one more so do I click U1 or V1? U1. That'll upscale it? Upscale picture one. Computer, enhance. And I'm guessing that's going to take a little longer. A little bit. But the music you sent me is interesting because it's serviceable. It is. It like. It's death metal. I mean. It, it sounds like death metal, right? Like it's And it's yeah. made by AI. It's kind of cool. Now, that might be easier to do than, like, pretend classical music. Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, the, I would like to see the potential there. Like, I want to see, like, the same way that uh, Dolly Mini kind of became an internet meme for a couple weeks. I want to see someone come out with, like, Bandmate Mini. And everybody's like, look, I, I made a techno version of the Simpsons theme song played backwards. And it makes me laugh. Like, I, I'm curious what people could do. Uh, to bring out the potential in a tool like that. Ah, this turned out kind of neat. I, I should I should I continue to upscale it? Oh no, I just want to see the one. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I, I think it's the not... composition on that one's really cool. Some of the details yeah. are getting lost. Yeah. So okay, is, I tried like... to send you a picture, and Discord said it's too violent. So I'm going to send again? it again, but I want you to tell me if it looks too violent to you. It's a picture of the Taliban riding on top of Toe Mater with a mounted machine gun. That's really funny. No, it is not violent. It's just stupid. It looks great, though, because it's just like, he's like, hey there, buddy. <laughs> Get her done. <laughs> I'll have a bar or whatever. Yahoo! This is, this is a neat, definitely like a neat toy. 
Um, but I'm pretty sure like one of the things too is like anything you generate with this, you have to like you either don't own or you have to pay a decent amount of money to own the rights to use it for commercial use. For like commercial, yeah. And I don't want to do that, so I would rather you know Photoshop <laughs> garbage together from Pixabay that is free. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I'm curious where this goes. I'm also curious. I want to hear a lawsuit. Like, I want someone to use this somehow and then argue, well, how do you prove that your AI have made it? Because in a, it, it, we're going to get to a point where all the AIs are pulling from the same data, like libraries anyways. Okay, I'm going to do one more. Um, the word anonym, deathcore logo, unreadable font, tree roots, black and white. How does that sound? I- I'm curious what this would generate for my band logo. Does that does that prompt make sense, or should I should I specify it a little more? I I think it makes enough sense, but I'm curious how it goes. We will find out because I'm curious too. I like my I like my logo. Joe and I did it together. I like that. It's like it has to be this word, but it has to be unreadable. And it's like, oh, well, that's stupid. <laughs> Why would you do that? Don't hate the player, hate the game. We are um right at hour four. I don't know if we want to wind down or if we got you got any more opinions on this. Uh, well, there was thirty minutes of silence, but. I might leave that in so the show's normal length. There you go. I do think, I mean, there's conversations to be had about, like, what is art, right? Like, and I think it's cool that that this, um, oh, shit, this top fucking one looks really cool. Like, that is a legitimate goddamn logo right there. That's tits. That actually is, is, man. That would be good on a shirt. It is absolute garbage in that you cannot understand anything about it, but it looks like a tree with vague lettering in it, whereas all the other ones clearly missed a bunch of the letters. Though, the one underneath it where, like, the U pulls up into a tree is actually really cool. Um, I'm going to upscale the... What does the V1 do? I don't remember. Okay, well, I'm going to click upscale them and see what happens. It It might, like, regenerate it, but from the same perspective it attempted i don't i don't really remember if i i'm gonna so this is what you do for your um for the t-shirt you take that one and you put that logo on the front but you put the actual name on the back like by the collar yeah that would work as a real t-shirt the problem is like the great thing is is no one cares about my music so i could use this and no one would find out but if I got big, people would be like, hey, <laughs> isn't that in a mid-journey database? Did you pay money for that? And I'd be like, no, they can sue me for copyright. I wish I had fucking thought of a cool-ass band logo like this. God damn. And that's the thing. Is we could when also I went to do my- like, just steal the design, but like do it yourself. Like the concept of the design. And modify it. Like, Look how fucking neat that is. Yeah, that's totally that's unreadable. Pretty neat. That's that's fun. This this was this that was the neat thing I just did. I'm happy with that. It's like a tree, and the letters are coming out like tree branches. And they're all droopy and gross, and there's no letters there. Um, is the funny thing. If I can remember, I'm actually going to use this as the uh, the album art for this week's episode. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I wonder. I I might make Joe like redo this and save image as in Illustrator, and then fuck with it enough where like you know, mine. I don't want to save this as a web page. What the fuck? Let me save it as a goddamn. Fine, I will copy it into MS Paint, but we'll do this the hard way. My music is not black metal enough for this. God damn it. This is a this is a black metal logo. And I do like melodic death metal, which is bitch music in comparison, but black metal's hard. Anyways, I'm sorry I am so self-absorbed. 
What are you glad about, Cameron? Um, well, first of all, I want to say good suggestion for the show, because this was fun to explore and think about. Yeah. And Midjourney's pretty fun. Um, I want to think... What am I thinking about? Oh, uh, you know what was funny? Was I went over to see our good friend Richard. Hi, Richard. And... Hi, Richard. Excuse me. And you know what he gave me? What? A pack of Dunkaroos. It's like a donut, right? No. I haven't had Dunkaroos in forever, and it was kind of fun just uh, enjoying that for, like... (laughs) like, It was one of those things where I haven't thought about these in forever. So just kind of having one again was like... uh, a bit of nostalgia I wasn't mentally prepared for, and just a little simple pleasure I took the time to enjoy. Oh, these, yeah. That's nice. It's just it's you a know, really shitty cookie with really shitty frosting, but it's fun. It's nostalgic. I like that. That's a good one. How about you? What are you... Oops. What are you happy about? Um... I, uh, I, today I went to Barnes and Noble and it's been a while. I was like, I need some fucking books after reading those ones I bitched about earlier. And I spent a good, like 35 minutes in Barnes and Noble, just like looking at books and picking them up and reading the backs and like going through the the comic books and looking at that. And it was so fucking relaxing and fun. Like it's been a while since I've been shopping for books. I ended up picking up a copy of Dune. And I picked up a copy of Gideon the Ninth, which I don't know a lot about, but I've seen a bunch of people in my writer's group recommend it. And I think it's like a kind of sci-fantasy dark comedy. I'm going to probably read that first, because if I don't like it, then I will uh, take it back. But I've heard heard really good things about it, and it it was nice to just kind of like browse a bookstore like I, I really don't go there very often I keep rereading stuff and um you know sometimes sometimes you just gotta you gotta go chill in a bookstore and look at comic books and and it's I had I had so much stupid fun doing that after work like that was it I feel like that shouldn't have been a highlight but it really was like it was so relaxing <laughs> I I think it's funny okay so you sent me a great one do you want to describe it or should I I want you to describe it. So you sent me a picture. It says our good friend Richard, who is a fan of podcasts and a little overweight with brown hair and dreamy eyes. And what's really weird is that these kind of captured his hairstyle, but he doesn't have a beard and it insisted on putting a beard on all of these. Oh, Richard, you need to grow a beard so my AI version of you can match the real version. (laughs) Honestly... These are really good, like, like if I, I, as a Twitter icon or something, all four of these could be, like, a really good cartoony version of a human being, right? Like, yeah. And, I mean, that's the thing. I, I think this tool could be very useful in a lot of ways. And I think when people talk about this being, like, the end of the world or something, and, like, all creativity is dead and derivative, I mean, we, we crossed that line 10, 12 years ago. I don't <laughs> I don't know if I care anymore. Keep complaining, cripes. Oh, this is so weird. I I open Twitter out of habit because my browser is open. And trending is Starfire. And I thought, oh no, what DC controversy is happening this time? And I click on it. And just because Starfire's in Fortnite. Oh, Starfire's in Fortnite? talking about it. I imagine that's kind of... I, I think she looks right? pretty good, too. I'm disappointed I missed uh I missed out on Raven. I might get Starfire. <laughs> I don't need this, but I have V-Bucks. Yeah, that is oh, a pretty well. good version of her. I think this is a fun chat. Yeah, I had fun tonight. So tell I me. I always have fun. Did you had to go okay. Um I guess if we're closing out, I want to wish everybody a good night and check out that mid journey. It's free and fun. Yeah, it looks like you get at least 10 or more um, 
things you can do. And and it's really hard to not type in shit posts because you can get really cool stuff as it turns out. I mean, you can have fun doing it yourself, but also just uh, just look at the stuff people can make. The galleries in here are beautiful. It's it's really interesting how much art is pumping out of this. Yeah. This one is really neat. It's a photorealistic angel with large flaming wings trapped on a platinum coin, ultra detailed ambient lighting. Which is like hyper fucking specific, right? But the effect is okay. Here's a cyberpunk. I got a cyberpunk version of the Last Supper. That sounds amazing. Oh my god, that is cool. The one you sent me is amazing too. This is a really fun Discord just to look. You don't even have to do your own. So yeah, I I think everybody should check it out. I agree, and I I don't know if I have anything else to say on the matter. So I, I do we wanna do we wanna do that thing where we I leave? think we wanna. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And how about you guys take care? Kisses. I love you. Good night, everybody. You're my friends, except you. They don't know who they are. You know what you did. Yeah, last summer. The movie. Starring Ryan Gosling. I actually don't know if he's in that movie. I bet he isn't. Uh, I was about to ask, was he in that? (laughs) Why am I still recording? I'm going to stop now.